Don't pass me by, one and all. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Kalechi Iheanacho scored again, and Big Ek is making big noises. It's Tuesday, 27th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Vadishan Hunter-Raja. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome, everybody, to a terrific Tuesday. What a start we've had for the eagle-eared among you. That was a little bit of MC Hammer to start the show. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Do eagles have excellent ears? I suppose so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even those little mice running around? Yeah, that's right. Presumably they don't have excellent ears because they have excellent eyes. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. An animal with excellent ears is... Bats. Uh, Bats? Yeah. Cats. Our survey Goblins. says... <laughs> Why are cat? No, Oh, cats, no, cats do have good hearing, don't they? Bats might do as well. I just wanted to press the button. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. Don't keep pressing it because that is quite a dispiriting noise, that, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Don't start well, the show with that. Let's see yeah. how you get on throughout the show, Bish. <laughs> okay. Um... No, billionaires are good. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, Did you go out last night get drunk like a, the wild man that we want you to do? Uh, I did not, again. See, that was a better so reaction yeah. than Jules calling me a boring twat. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was, was also very, at the start of the show. That was very, very accurate of her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, um, it, we, what we were doing last night, we were admiring Kelechi Iheanacho once again, weren't we? Peter, the he's man. Back. I mean, he's he's having a lovely old time. He's, he's absolutely he's ridiculous. 14 and 14, something like that? Something like that. No, specifically that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. No more, no less. He's been at, uh, he's been at Vardy Skittles, hasn't he? He has. He really has. He's He's... He's been absolutely... Considering his first league goal of the season came on the 3rd of February this year. <laughs> We're not that far away from February. He's been absolutely banging them in. Of course, they beat Crystal Palace 2-1. Only Harry Kane has been involved in more goals than uh, Ian Acho among Premier League players in all competitions this year. But you, you sort of think that with a lot of footballers from, like, say the late 90s, they mm. could have a season or two under their belts before they started to absolutely knock them in. They could get away with that. Mm. You don't get that kind of luxury anymore, certainly not with a team that are kind of bothering the top top four, top five. Would you not say he has a bit, had a bit of that, though? No, but like, that's what I mean. It's, it's rare that a football oh, team's allowed uh, allowed that to happen. Yeah. I, I think he's having a wonderful time and I'm very much enjoying him knocking them in. Yeah, and, and uh, Brendan Rodgers saying he's a very humble man mm. and, uh, and you, it comes across, I think he comes across very well, doesn't he? But playing up front with Vardy has worked well. Vish. Although he, I mean, he has played without Vardy. Obviously, Vardy had injuries, but there was injuries to Madison and Barnes and one mm. or two others that opened up space for Inacho. And my goodness, he's uh, given Brendan Rodgers the sort of proverbial wanted headache. <laughs> he has, yeah, yeah. There was um, uh, Gunnar Raw, who's the Nigeria coach, uh-huh. um, was has been someone who I suppose throughout the last five years, mm-hmm. while Inacho has been spending so much time on the bench, has been one kind of pushing him from afar, mm-hmm. saying. Well, you need to get game time. You need to get this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And like, and he's those... like, talk to my manager. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, those were always like the headline kind of quotes on on goal or whoever would carry them. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you go in deeper and you um you know you read what a lot of like Nigerian like analysts mm-hmm. are writing about Iheanacho, and they were always making the point that he's not actually a front man. Mm-hmm. He's more of a withdrawn player he likes kind of pulling off and pulling off into space it's a, forgot, it's... It's a slightly forgotten position at times that it is yeah because you, you kind of think if you're considering what we ask from wide players mm-hmm. and and you know what Harvey Barnes and Madison have contributed to that Leicester team over the last two years yeah and with Vardy doing what Vardy does he's kind of been a bit redundant but with injuries and the right kind of injuries where he's been able to <laughs> play that role a bit more yeah. We're seeing this. I mean, the, the 
Castagna goal, the touch mm. and awareness, and even just the delay in the past uh, mm. for Castagna to get in the right mm. position. That's a, gr- a great example of, of thing, things he's been doing really well. Mm-hmm. You know, this year. You know, you mentioned that stat about he's only scored. What was it was it February his first goal? Third of February. Yeah, yeah and, and since then he's he's first been top scorer. Yeah, he's been top scorer in the league since then. Mm. That just goes to show too. And and the Castagna finish was a beauty. It was two, two wonderful finishes. It's always pleasing to see the ball sort of either float or fly into the top corner. <laughs> mm. And last night we got both. We did. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good match because obviously um, I, I, I saw the score at uh, one all. I was like, I have to watch the rest of this match. Because, yeah. um, I, I mean, I should be at mm. home, but I was working. All right, OK? Oh, and okay. I kept, got home. It was one all. I was like, well, I have to watch the rest of this match. If it, had, if it had been mm. uh, Leicester absolutely flying, I probably wouldn't have yeah. bothered. You were on the night shift again. I was on the night shift again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think the highlight for me was uh, Jonathan Evans. Jonathan Evans yeah. with that tackle on Benteke. For the edge. Make a statue oh. of that, please. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers said on the on the basis of that tackle, he's, well, not on the basis of that tackle, mm. but, but using that tackle as a platform to give his uh, opinion. He said he's one of the best defenders in Europe. Now, that that is very high praise indeed. But um, you do wonder, again, it's not really perhaps necessary to bring this up again, Fish, but why Manchester United were kind of, Mm. you know... So keen to sort of say cheerio to him. I know that was a because while ago. Got Phil Jones. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah. I know Manchester United fans are going to say, "Oh, shut up!" That was a while ago. Blah blah blah. No, but it is. But it is relevant considering that United have had issues at the back this season, and mm. and he's still playing. Yes, yeah. he's, he's 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 very much. I mean, can I say? Oh it, yes, you can. As as good as that tackle was, uh-huh. he should have been given no right to make it. Like, yeah. Reader World has to play that firmer. Uh-huh. You can tell that was a proper midfielder who's not used to being anywhere in that position where he can see the goalkeeper mm-hmm. um, unobstructed he should have played it firmer and he made Benteke look like a mug yeah. and he doesn't need that <laughs> he doesn't normally need an invitation <laughs> yeah but, Bless him. I mean Leicester will be pleased pleased to, to, to win that of course I mean Rogers said didn't he last time against uh, was it West Brom they beat 3-0 last Thursday evening mm. And he said, you know, it's it's always great to win three points in the Premier League kind of thing, which I I, I wonder if it was an extremely subtle dig at the sort of the European Super League lot, because obviously that was last week. But it'd be pleased to get the three points now because fairly late goal from Iheanacho against a fairly stubborn Palace side who, who, um, you know, not really looking over their shoulder, you know, but they can be tough to break down sometimes. But Leicester, they're going for top four and I think they've probably got the goodwill of most neutrals and uh, and the like. But they've, they've only been outside the top four of the Premier League for one match day since September 2019. Unfortunately for them, it was the last day of the season wow. uh, last year. But that is an incredible stat. Yeah. Absolutely incredible stuff. Well, it's incredible when they didn't manage to get it. Well, I mean, it's very yeah. frustrating, yeah. of course, but it shows you mm. where they are. You know, we talk about big six and mm. top fours and all this kind of bollocks, you know. They're there. Yeah. They're absolutely there. And it was interesting. People talk about Arsenal more than they talk about Leicester. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Weirdly. I think people still kind of, okay, it's not quite the title winning season and mm. all that kind of stuff, but people do sort of forget about it. I mean, it's interesting what, what, what Kasper Smeichel was saying about Brendan Rodgers. You know, he was singing his praises and saying he came in when we needed an identity. We needed to find our feet. Who were we after this amazing title win? We've kind of been in between a counter-attacking team and a possession team and we didn't quite know exactly where we were and he's given us a clear identity. He's been so clear in his messages of how he wants us to play. And it's true, Vish, after that title-winning side, because it was such an anomaly, you're going to think, oh, where do we go from here? We've got these players and so on. And Rodgers has come in and gone, look, this is 
still at the time he still had the meat of the Premier League's mm. winning mm. side in there. You add a few more, and he's turned it into quite something. Yeah, I, I did think after their league title when they struggled a bit, and they obviously they got rid of Ranieri and mm. they got rid of Shakespeare. You thought, are they just going to level out now? Or yes. Are they going to go back to being like a exactly mid-table team before flirting a couple of times with relegation? And yeah, he, he, no doubt, like what Casper Schmeichel said is spot on. He, he did, it does really seem like in hindsight that he came at the right time mm. where they still had the confidence to go on. They'd, they'd all kind of stepped up a level. Yep. And at the same time, they still had the, I suppose, the clout to bring in people. They were still, mm-hmm. they'd got, they'd earned that respect and they were able to keep it. So that, you know, bringing in players, Tielemans, for example, oh, yeah. you know, even at the time, we were a bit like, okay, what? <laughs> is there something? I thought there was something wrong with him. Yeah, but when you've when got... Because they're just like, what? how is he... Yeah, why when, why if, are they not gambling on you, mate? If you had Brother Brendy sort of whispering in your ear, come on, that's enough okay. to... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's that envelope for? No, leave it. <laughs> your name's not in there, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Leicester have now equaled their points tally um, from last season. They're seven points clear of West Ham and eight clear of, of Liverpool, five games to go. Then they need to win three of the next five to guarantee... Champions League football they've got Southampton Newcastle Manchester United Chelsea and Spurs so not the easiest run in but still mm. the way they're going Peter you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, bet against them no no I, I, I certainly wouldn't I think they're going to be there or thereabouts I, I, I kind of feel sorry for a little bit of uh, Roy Hodgson though it was a oh. I thought it was, a, thought it was a, a gallant performance at times they're, mm-hmm. they're, a, they're a funny old team palace yeah season, they started the season quite well but any sort of talk of Europe and whatnot is, I mean that ended quite a while ago <laughs> they're 11 points above the drop zone though and um, so again there's no sort of talk of relegation really and Palace fans might say well hang on a minute you don't support us you know but really under Hodgson you know I don't mm. think there's any danger there's a lot of talk about when is Hodgson going to retire <laughs> yeah 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 pretty exactly. much that well that's the thing for Palace they're in that situation or that that sort of um, that, that place where they have a manager who personally I don't think they'll ever go down mm. under Hodgson but will they kind of kick on and go for European places it's probably unlikely considering some of the biggest sides, some of the other sides who are going for European places. You know, it's a lot of competition out there. So what do you, what do, you do? You know, Hodgson will retire one day. Um, are you kind of happy to see a new person come in? But then we've seen this fish before with, with other clubs. You know, you think, well, we'll... we'll Will will twist rather than stick, although sticking might not be an option if he retires, of course. <laughs> and you think, well, what, what about Palace? That 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 place where they sit, mid-table Premier League side. You think, ah, do you want to sort of kick on? Or well, actually, if you try and kick on, you might actually end up the other way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they this should be the last season of Hodgson at Palace. I mm-hmm. think that'd be the wisest thing for everyone because right. he's. I think he's. He's a little bit too defensive. I know he's, you know, brought mm-hmm. new players in this season, and Eze with the assist mm-hmm. um, last night was probably, is probably one of the um, one of the standouts. But I, I think they should part ways, if only because the football has become a bit dire in places, mm-hmm. and he's still very defensive because he trusts so few of them, really. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, you mentioned them as a mid table, right? So they're thirteenth now. I, when you say trusts so few of them, he ha- that's the way he plays and has played. No, sure, but it doesn't work when you need a squad refresh and you, mm-hmm. you don't trust some of the players you're bringing <laughs> in. You know, okay. obviously it's not as simple as that, but you know what I mean. So Palace are thirteenth now. Mm. I don't, you know, the teams that are coming up are likely to come up from the Championship next year. Obviously, we know two of them. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to get the, the full set of three yep. who went down. Let's say we get that. There won't be three teams as worse as the three we have in now at the bottom in mm-hmm. Sheffield United, West Brom, mm-hmm. with all due respect, Fulham. 
So they're going to, let's assume, I know, again, it doesn't work like this, but they'll be a little bit lower. They'll be a little bit more in it than they were this season. Mm, and, I, and I do think that for just to end it on a, on a, on a nice note to be, you know, yeah. where they are not in trouble and then they can crack on. I think this would be the wisest move because next year could be a struggle if he's still there. Yeah. And do Do you think this is the time to kind of start twisting though? Because you know, fans mm. of of our age will remember the yeah. financial crisis mm-hmm. of, of like what was it, two thousand, then two thousand and ten, and then before that they just kind of yo yoed uh, up and down between mm. the Premier League and and below. Like, there's not a lot of money sloshing around at the moment, and no. this might be the time to sort of give them another couple of, maybe another couple of seasons just to sort of steady the ship through these waters, you would say. Mm. Speaking of the twist, do you think Hodgson, you know, let's do the twist, that would be up his straza, music-wise? Well, apparently he's very um, into Kiata's... Uh... He yeah, is, yeah. He was, he, he, he was, um, he, he was, he stressed that his age isn't a disadvantage, and and used music as an example of this. <laughs> just quite strange. He said it's, it's better in a way that I don't like the music they listen to. Obviously, talking about his players, and they certainly wouldn't like the music I listen to. But that is great because I don't oblige them to listen to my music. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like they oblige him to listen to his music. Maybe, yeah. but I think yeah. I was thinking to myself, which managers would be like, right? I'm playing the music, and you listen to this, and I thought Sean Dyche would Pardew. definitely. But yeah, Pardew and Dyche, those types of managers. Um, um, he said, at least uh, at home games, when their music is on, I can retreat to my manager's room. Oh, poor <laughs> Leroy. Is that why they, they sometimes go out and it doesn't seem like they've had a team tour? <laughs> <laughs> He's just Roy, in a corner listening to his iPod. Roy, Roy's like, oh, crap, it's one minute past three. <laughs> I've just got this image of him like... Uh, <laughs> Like um, Lynn in Alan Partridge, you know, when she's watching the the little DVD thing with the headphones on. <laughs> Look at her, dead to the world. Oh dear. He, he did uh, add that uh, Cheku Kuyate has a fantastic track. I really enjoy listening to it, so I must find out who is singing it. I mean, it's oh, is it like he's playing one? I thought he was like rapping on one. Yeah. No, I think yeah, he's, he's obviously played a song and he's like, oh, I like that one. Blood lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hodgson jigging away to that. <laughs> Just in there on Google, who's do- too dirty to clean her act up? <laughs> <laughs> but you say about relegation and Hodgson not trusting them. He, when he was asked about it, was he concerned with relegation? He said, I don't fear that because I know the players. That's not the kind of group we are. Yeah, I mean, you can say that when you're, there's no chance of you being relegated, is there? <laughs> nah, we couldn't. They wouldn't know. We'd have to not turn up for every single game for the rest of the season and get yeah. points deducted. Well, there we are. <laughs> Chaps, Palace aren't going down and yeah. Leicester are going to go into the Champions League next season. Oh, uh, Vish, your book about Leicester oh, yes. midfielder. You've been... Uh... What would be the word? Canoodling? <laughs> canoodling? Yeah, canoodling, yeah. Canoodling Conspiring. Yeah. <laughs> More brown people in football. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's quite cool. It's uh, basically a comic book about um, British Asians in football. Uh, Hamza Charles' story, story, I helped him put the words on paper and the illustrations by Raj Duna pretty sick and mm, yeah great. it's quite cool it's just about his story so it's more about kind of encouraging people to get into football mm-hmm. whether it's professional or otherwise collaborating collaborating, You're collaborating yeah <laughs> conspiring <laughs> that's a better word the revolution is upon us yeah <laughs> I'm all up for it pal <laughs> living living in Leicester for four or five years you know you're perfectly it, placed to comment on <laughs> yes as a young British Asian no, I'm, I'm <laughs> Very much living Leicester, like you know, representation is it like seeing a player of uh, of that descent um, mm-hmm. playing playing the side is like huge, huge, surely huge. Yeah, yeah. Huge. yeah I used to sign. Um, I, I told this to him actually, and he didn't uh-huh. really know what to do with it. But I, uh, 
when I used to play Championship Manager 2, I used to always sign Harpal Singh, who was right. in the reserves nice. for Leeds. And <laughs> like, I'd pl- play as Barcelona and sign him nice. and just play him all the way through. He was, he was very decorated in my, in my yeah, own yeah, world. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Gentlemen, uh, we move on to uh, Daniel Eck, or Big Eck, as uh, we Big want to call him. He's it's making moves. Who you want to call him? <laughs> Spotify co-founder and CEO, Daniel Eck uh, tweeted, <laughs> uh, he sounds like he's from Yorkshire, uh, tweeted his uh, interest in buying Arsenal last Friday night and things have uh, spiralled since then. He's mm. uh, he's on the canoodle. Um, Thierry Henry, Patrick Vieira, Dennis Bergkamp have joined his bid to buy the club. Henry recently said, I love Arsenal so much I'd even cut the grass. That sort of... <laughs> Is, is he about to do a Robbie Fowler celebration or something? <laughs> um, but anyway, there's, there's, um, I mean, there's, it seems like there's a little chance of this happening because Josh Cronker told uh, uh, Arsenal fan forum last week that there's no intention of selling up. Um, but Big Eck has apparently shown speculative interest in buying uh, Prem clubs in the past. Mm. And it's thought that uh, Stan Cronker wants around or at least £2 billion. Pounds. £2.1 billion for Arsenal. That's, I mean, he's overpriced that. What, fellas? Newcastle United, three hundred million going cheap. Come on, going once, going twice. Yeah. Come on, come on, Daniel. Uh huh. Get in there. Slightly closer to Scandinavia. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. The way yeah. the crow flies. Yeah. Sure. yeah definitely. <laughs> exactly. And he will take the crow, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so ex personal fortune is estimated to be around three point four billion. And that's I, most of your money, isn't yeah, it? I, but I did, I, did think, I did think. Well, that's that's more than half you earn. But then the other. The other bit that you own is £1.4 billion. Yeah, it's a lot of cash, isn't it, slashing around. <laughs> also, like, he won't... It's not straight out of his pocket. <laughs> it's not like... Oh, God. Imagine the, the equivalent for us. Can I pay an instalment? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we set a direct debit? Standing order every week. Can, can you put it on these cards, please? <laughs> and don't cash this cheque until Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't tap it with a billion pounds. <laughs> I think has a lack of money really been the issue for Arsenal? I you just, know, and the lack of investment. I'm, I they spent a lot of cash over the years. Surely, do you, do you think he thought just a lot of bad decisions? Surely, he's, he's a big Arsenal fan, and mm. he's thought, right, I grew up watching Vieira, Henri Burkamp. I'll get them all Let's right. Hang out. How much? You all quite wealthy. How much have you got together? Yeah. That's not really going to be enough. I just, we I, thought you were bringing the money. <laughs> <laughs> Who's bringing the bag? <laughs> you own Spotify. It's like, yeah, but you know how much money we yeah. don't make. <laughs> there's probably there's, there's probably something to be said for like a, an emotionally invested chairman mm. of a football club. Look, look at uh, teams like Leeds and mm. stuff like that. But it isn't. It's a very expensive proposition, it and is. you're not going to get any money out of it. Quite frankly, no, they're, 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 they're current owners that take loans out for crying out loud. Yeah, <laughs> he's, you know, he's 38. Is it? Yeah. What have you been doing with your life? <laughs> Makes you I've got that. three. I've got three years to make. What was that? Uh, three point four billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I know. It's Onlyfans.com it? forward slash petition hand Big fish. Big fish. Maybe people confuse me for viscera. That's how I get all my fans. Yeah. But but like, sincerely speaking, I, I suppose that there is something in what um in what Pete's saying there because uh, you know what you do see and, and Pete maybe you've experienced this from your time in music but like rich people really do love celebs mm. because they want to consider themselves as celebrities That's so true, yeah. he he will have nothing but admiration for though for Henri Vieira exactly, yeah. and it might be the case that one of those three who has a general idea of, of how football clubs should be run or mm. certainly what Arsenal fans want mm. will be able to influence him in mm. that way I suppose the issue with the Cronkers is that they were never really interested in football. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there, there, there must be there must be something in this. But then I was thinking that 
and my knowledge of business in football is, is very weak, but Kwanke doesn't necessarily need to, need to sell. He will just have to reduce whatever he owns to less than 50% so that right. someone taking over could then make the decisions. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, he mm. wouldn't have to sell all his shares. Yeah. But, I mean, it is a case that, like, Kwanke, you know, obviously of this European Super League nonsense, it's kind of out of touch and so on. So it's like, we want a better billionaire. We want a nicer billionaire. But actually, what I think fans are sort of really, truly wanting is maybe a more sort of fan-owned model like in Germany. But of course, as we said, that is like very far away. Yeah. Can't just so click your fingers Exactly, because yeah. I mean, that, that would require old Big Eck here to come in and buy and then give 51% of his shares away. And as you say, billionaires are a certain type of person who probably won't do something mm. like that, you know. But maybe we're misjudging him. Look, he's a fan. Uh, and, and he said more on, on more on that occasion that he's a fan so I, I don't know how that one would sort of uh, play out is that I, the fan owned thing well I'm a fan <laughs> <laughs> give me that it is, yeah. is fan owned now <laughs> I, I will say that like Vieira uh, Henri I mean I enjoyed very much like contrasting that with the, the aforementioned Newcastle United oh, yeah. uh, kind of uh, sales thing with uh, Michael Chopra as the, yeah. as the, as the figurehead get to the, the Chopra <laughs> why don't you sign him <laughs> he's British exactly. Asian yeah. unbelievable unbelievable stop Michael Chopra Chopra. I think it's Chopra for crying out loud. <laughs> um, oh, gentlemen, uh, did you see that Thierry Henry was the first inductee to the new Premier League Hall of Fame alongside Alan Shearer? Oh, hello. It's a big start, that. It's, big start. it's very WWE, isn't it? The Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh-huh. Someone right. some said that it'd be great if they treated it like the WWE Hall of Fame because, you know, they've got people in there who, like, guested on WrestleMania once. Yes, like my, my, like your Tysons and yeah. your... Uh... Massimo Toibi. Get him in there. <laughs> William Prunier. Yeah, all, yeah. all yeah. that. Um, Kid Rock Kid Rock Kid in there. Rock yes Kid Rock <laughs> never played in the Prem <laughs> oh, been to a game though must have uh, must have missed that one um, yeah Alan Shea, surely you would like to see Celeste Ferdinand in there Peter Celeste uh, Ferdinand the broken British teeth at Chelsea um, I embarrassed yes. myself the beach ball um, I, I, a beach ball in there I embarrassed myself in the pub the other day because of you Oh, I was there on Saturday. It was all socially distanced, pub garden, all that kind of stuff. I d- you don't have to do that. It's fine. And uh, <laughs> and I was kissing every. No, <laughs> and uh, there was uh, a chap who was on the table, sort of quite near us, and he was a Newcastle fan celebrating right. when um, they got the late equaliser mm. against Liverpool. And I was saying to some of the lads I was with, "Oh, by the way, you know, apparently up in Newcastle, they actually Soles Ferdinand is like held more dearly to the hearts and minds of the Newcastle public than even Alan Shearer. That's how much they loved." Les, but I realised that that's you and not the people of Newcastle. <laughs> and then I said, honestly, and I turned around to this guy and said, it's anyway, true, isn't it? F off. And he was just like, no, Shearer's God up there. He's like, I mean, we're like Ferdinand. Can you no. get away from him? It's not social distance. <laughs> um, actually, um, Les Ferdinand is actually regarded as, well, who are you? <laughs> I said, uh, I think you'll find that. Uh, I said, I'll tell you what Pete Donaldson's <laughs> really like. <laughs> but yeah, but, but you'd like to see Celez in there, wouldn't you? I would like to see Celez in there. Yeah. I'd like to see. Maybe not in the first round, Pete. <laughs> Well, that might be a bit. I'd like to see Paul Kitson in there, Michael Chopra. I'd like to see um, Pavel Cernicek, Pavel Vesalou. Yeah, yeah. Um, Peter Beardsley. All the, yeah. all the, the advertising. The ad- he can't go in. Oh, Peter Beagrey. Peter Beagrey. Yes. Thank you. Get that his motorbike. The, Lovely. The advertising hoarding that Kespar kicked to bits. <laughs> That's definitely there. The corner flag that Matt Ritchie booted into someone's balls. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson statue. Have I gone too far? <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe I mean like, that is in the the football hall, that is actually football yeah. museum. Is, yeah. I don't know if it's still mm. there, but it certainly was for a, mm. for a long time. Um, I, Gareth Barry was trending on Twitter yesterday. I thought, what is it? Oh, yeah, it's to do with the Hall of Fame. Most right. appearances, he should be yeah, in there. No, he should be in there. Should yeah. be in there. All right, fish anyone you fancy in there? Um, I don't know really. Are, are they doing it like two at a time? Are they like right. animals in the like, ark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe two strikers, I, I, two I, midfielders. I sort of noted that um, Alan Shearer and Thierry they both had. 
naff suits on. Henri went for a jumper with the suit and uh, Alan Shearer didn't even put a tie on with his shirt. Terrible. Oh. So they're all a fame. Awful business. You're not going to cash a cheque. <laughs> I don't know why, but that, that reminds me of when, uh, when Daley Thompson presented an award uh-huh. um, Sports Personality of the Year in like a grey fleece. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was just like, mm. he couldn't give a less of a yeah. shit. He's an interesting character. <laughs> Is he? he? owns a gym not far from me. Mm. Does he? Daily Fitness, it's called. Nice. Uh-huh. I go in there once a month. <laughs> Waggle your joystick. <laughs> Somebody's face, smash somebody. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, to the no, he's going in the hall of fame. Yeah. That's what you're doing in the pub with that new <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's uh, let's have a father and son uh, email jingle. This is from Joe Halsey. Peter's jingle had a good run. We loved it once, but that love's gone. You can get in touch, just email show at footballramble.com. It's a good one. It's a good sea good shanty. One. Yeah. They're still getting keel hauled off for that <laughs> abuse of me. Um, but it's a good length. Good Much length. like great length. OnlyFans.com forward exactly. slash Big yeah, Vish. Yeah, Big Vish. If yeah. that is an actual website, we've, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Oh, God, imagine if it is. Yeah. It's, hard, it's terrible. <laughs> it probably <laughs> will. Someone's going to start it after this. We know what's going to happen. Well, you should do it now because you don't want people making money off you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, from Adam Heath, responding to Kate's call for an explanation about uh, why Wolves are a bit shit. In my opinion, their season can be reasonably summed up as follows. They are knackered. Yeah. <laughs> Wolves incredible 2019. Uh, 20 season started on the 25th of July 2019 in the Europa League second qualifying round, ending 13 months later on the 11th of August 2020 in the quarterfinals. They managed this run and a second consecutive seventh place mm-hmm. uh, league finish uh, with the smallest first team squad in the top flight, playing 59 games in total. Bloody that Nora. is a little bit much, isn't it? Yeah. If any team had earned a break, Wolves had. Unfortunately, their first game of the season was fought in September 2020, five weeks after the epic previous campaign ended and with no preseason to speak of. This impacted on recruitment, business was rushed, the squad didn't get fresh up and uh, this season just never really got going still the third most successful season Wolves have had in my lifetime thank you very much for that email uh, Adam Heath I think he may very well be a rep for the players union yeah, I think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wolves are one of those teams along with Palace actually where I think they should just simulate to the end of the season yes. either that or he's a tour operator for footballers in the area yeah maybe, give yeah, them holiday yeah, they need holiday, holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I have an email from Adam oh. on the subject of sexy wife fronts. Hello. Oh, I'm having quite a sexy show today. Yeah, wow. I think so. Well, please, you know, <laughs> with every word. As a listener and fan of both the Football Ramble and Wrestle Me, and someone who previously worked for Clone Zone, here we go, and still have lots of friends there. Lots of friends. I've been very disappointed by the frequent mentions, twice at least, of Prowler. You say, what, what kind of shop is Clone Zone, for those who don't know? Uh, it's a sex shop. Yeah. Get pants. Yeah, but it, but it, does, it cater, does it primarily cater for the gay man? Or is it just I think, I think it's ma- yeah, I think they're all yeah. men again. Like Prowler so. does. That's what yeah, so yeah. Prowler, gay, uh, Prowler um, Claude Zone, and oh, what's the other shop? It might, Prowler might have two on Old Compton Street, where I used to live. Okay, in Soho. <laughs> Carry on, Vish. Sorry. Clone Zone has been trading for 39 years now mm. and also has a store in Old Compton Street. There you are. And there's just as many sexy pants on offer. We'd be more than happy to arrange to furnish the Ramble Lads with some sexy pants. <laughs> yes! Unfortunately, don't cater for Jules and Kate in that category, so apologies there. Nice, come well, on, Considering come Jules and Kate got sent some chocolate, which they haven't shared with the rest of us, 
It's only right that we get sent the sexy pants, which we won't share with them. Yes, and if we do, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I'm wearing, everyone. Yes. Yeah, that shirt, that shirt clothes on. It's one of the shops that I genuinely didn't notice that has been there for such a long time. Because mm. it's next to Hermansy German, which I love. Yes. Uh, and it's just one of the shops you sort of walk past. And they, yeah, they, they, they do a lot of like, um, oh, what do like when you put like little uh, masks? Little sort of masks, but like, like dog heads and stuff. Oh, you're like... A- Dog gimp masks. Fascinating, yeah, fascinating, yeah. Uh, fascinating stuff. Okay, it's so that when you lead someone, it's like they're a dog. When you yeah. lead, someone. I'm a dog. Hello, <laughs> I'm a dog. Show at footballramble.com. Mm. Everybody, right, Petey? What's it now? Time for? Sorry, I was in street view and all comes. Wait, let me. How did let I get just, on there? Came, oh there. yeah, the Prowler do have two shops. Prowler Red and Prowler Prowler. All right. Prowler Red is in like. I think it's like YouTube Red. It's like, yeah, uh, it's like a subscription service, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Don't really know. Uh, so Rob, that. Robbie Prowler. <laughs> Pathetic. Right, it's time for this. I prefer to kill him. James Burrows has got in touch. I <laughs> um, Thank you very much to, uh, to this for the clues. Uh, James, uh, are you familiar with the game? Don't need to go through the rules anymore, do I? We know. Two footballers glued together. It's Marcus Speller's favourite time of the week. Here oh, are yeah. your clues. Um I am uh, the World Cup 2010 Golden Ball winner and I'm the second most capped USA national side player of all time. Golden Ball winner, 2010. Second most capped USA player of all time. Wesley Snyder? That's what I was thinking, Snyder. Snyder. Was, I, think he was, I think he was top goal scorer, wasn't he? I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. Maybe not anyway. Golden Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a clue? <laughs> Cakes. Dundee. <laughs> Mick Dundee. <laughs> Go on, who was it? When I don't even get it. Diego Forlan Don oh. Donovan. <laughs> Yeah. Well done, James Burrows. Uh, Shreya Sagran has got in touch with this clue. Are you ready for your second one, guys? Yeah. You go a touch slower, please. <laughs> I have played with Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Sergio Aguero, and Eden Hazard. And I now play with Ryan Shawcross. And I was pictured and charged for allegedly making a Nazi salute, but I said that I was actually waving at the person taking the picture. Oh! Gonzalo Higuain, Wayne Hennessy? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Have another crack at that one. Gonzalo Higuain Blaise. Hennessy. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, that's it. Yeah, suppose he got it, but, oh, but okay. Rich tied it. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're all winners. I'm going to put that down as a team effort there. there it was we beautifully go. Well done. Played. Gonzalo Higuain Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little bit of a leap, but thank you, Sharia Sankran, for that one. It's that's like it. Yeah, it's when like you, you said have... have another go, I was like thinking like into Miami. It's like Blaze Matweedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to. Say the first one, mm-hmm. lose all bodily functions, and then, <laughs> and then catch yourself before you're slipping into. <laughs> that was Port Maggio Cante! There you go. Have a bit of that. Lovely. Um, there we are. There mm. we are. Right. Uh, oh, have you seen uh, Eric Cantona? Who, talking of um, Premier League uh, Hall of Famers and all the rest of it, Eric Cantona, big Eric will get mm. in there, surely, Fish, you would think. Um, he's spoken out about that infamous karate kick in 1995 on that Palace fan. In a new film, The United Way, he says, I have one regret. Regret? <laughs> <laughs> I have one regret. I would have loved to have kicked him even harder. Love that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, do you? That's a I, th- I think. I think the kick is... I think the kick is... Uh, 
it just gets better with age, I would say. Do you remember there was... <laughs> more right, because the, the football authorities done, have done fuck all since then. Yeah. Let's make that very clear. Mm. So it just seems like rough justice is the way. Yeah, but the, but the guy, do you remember years later, there was a news story about the guy that uh, maybe his son's match or something like that. Right. And, um, you know. Right. What happened? Not a model citizen, I'll say. What, the guy who got kicked? Yeah. yeah well, that's what I'm saying. So he's, no, he's, a... he's not learned by this. Exactly. Right, he's not so learned. He would, right, he would okay. have learned cool. if he got kicked a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I, I, I think he was... sentient to him. He was, um, he was racist to Cantona as well, wasn't he? He was having a guy like him being I think, yeah. French. Yes, yeah. he was yeah. being xenophobic. And so, like, obviously there, there comes a, a situation after that where he will, you know, the authorities will look into it and mm-hmm. he will hopefully get um, punished. That's generally how these things pan out. Mm-hmm. But within the moment, you react to it. And I think anyone who's been on that side of it and has retaliated in that way has always walked away thinking, should have done it a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, I watched should it. Should have done it a little bit harder. A bit like Roy Keane with Alan Shearer. Do you remember when they had a bust up? When he swapped. There's nothing more, I, I suppose, like uh, dissatisfying, unsatisfying, mm. unsatisfying than swinging for someone and missing. Well, yeah. he sort of, he sort of, sort of slightly pushed him in the sort of face and chest, mm. and he got sent off, and he said afterwards. Not immediately afterwards, but he said later that he said I, I got sent off. He said at least if you're going to get sent off, like properly smacked the yeah. The best thing, the best thing about that is how Shira doesn't flinch. No, yeah. just goes. <clears throat> Shira's might... thinking, I wouldn't mind a piece of this, but also I want to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> I do love goals. <laughs> I've not had my goalie fill. Keith Gillespie had a swing at him, didn't he? And he, he tipped him upside down. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Bad idea. Tipped him upside down and dumped See, him in the in the gutter. Yeah, he did. <laughs> See, the thing is with someone like Alan Shearer, he's the strong conservative type. Right. I think Alan Shearer, much like when he booted a football, if he punched you, that'd be the end of the fight. Mm. Whereas I think Roy Keane would be more like a sort of a piranha. He'd just be like all over you, just biting away. And Roy <laughs> Shearer would be a bit like, look, let's get this done. Bomb. See you later. Yeah, didn't Shearer once say when Craig Bellamy was slagging off Newcastle, Shearer once said. If he turns up, I'll, if, if he turns up in the same place I'm, I'll, I'll yeah, fight. Him. I, I think, I think <laughs> that would only go one Can way. Can handle himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, going back to Manchester United, as we were sort of on the mentioning Eric Cantona. Uh, news broke yesterday that Eric Bailly has signed a new deal until 2024, um, despite uh, all the talk that he was unhappy with his lack of game time. What do you think of this fish? Because I know some Manchester United fans will sort of rate him quite highly, but bearing in mind that there's been a lot of criticism over. Maguire and a little bit of Lindelof. Are you surprised that he doesn't? I mean, he's had injuries and stuff. But I mean, what do you think of that news? I quite like it because I think he has shown flashes of a, a brilliant central defender, someone who's does read danger pretty well and gets across the ground well, and is a, a nice um, counterpoint to Harry Maguire. Mm. I think we, you know, a lot of the issues have been that sometimes he tries to do too much when he should. I suppose just like play within himself a bit more mm. and he can be prone to the odd confusing shoulder high handball mm-hmm. which is a very specific problem for a central <laughs> defender. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, I'm, I'm kind of pleased about this actually because mm. I think if you look around Europe there aren't too many defenders like him and I think if Solskjaer trusts him and if he wants to stay then there's there's clearly a working relationship there, there that can give them both a, a bit of what they want. So yeah, I'm, 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 I am a fan of this. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out like Jones and Rojo, where injuries and just general mm. shitness come into play. <laughs> but good yeah. age, good age, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's um uh-huh. and he play he play at the right, can't he? Play right back as well. Why not? Yeah, you, you wouldn't want him to. You, you want him to. It's on his CV. Yeah. yeah. In the way that I speak limited French. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Yeah. Well, we get that deal gets the thumbs up from us. Well done, <laughs> Manchester United, which is something that hasn't been said about them for you know, at least a week or two now, isn't it? I mean, we might be. It would take six months for us to be like, what the fuck would they do? What would, has he done now? He's, would, he's picked up the ball and booted out of Old Trafford. Uh-huh. Woodward decides to leave. They make a sensible transfer decision. What's going on? Yeah, they've, they've kept him there. <laughs> oh, Eddie Woody. How little we knew you. Um, gentlemen, uh, let's go to North London. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, they won't be happy as, uh, as Julian Nagelsmann has announced uh, himself as the new Bayern manager uh, starting on the 1st of uh, July this summer, of course. Five-year deal. Uh, what made Nagelsmann pick Bayern over Spurs is the question. Um, and it, and, and I, I don't really need to pose that to anybody because the answer is... Debbie McGee. <laughs> <laughs> what, made you, what made you choose the multimillionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I find this intriguing. We were talking about this, this before we, we um, turned the old mics on. It is quite interesting how they announced that they do this sometimes in Germany, one or two countries where that the manager is going to manage uh, another side who mm. are rivals in the league before the season's out. I yeah. sort of think I it's it's almost even handed and <laughs> it's almost like sensible, grown up way to deal with things. It is, but from a fan <laughs> point of view, though, I mean, yeah, we, but from a fan point of view, it's stupid. <laughs> Fans well, are stupid. No, but you say that. So take the <laughs> example that we highlighted, uh, which we, we did on, on the continent a couple of years ago. When it was it Matthias Delict who was playing for Lazio, and they were pl- and and he was going to Inter the following season, mm. and they played each other on the last day of the season, and it was like the winner would go into the Champions League next season, the other one was miss would miss out. You know, if you have this sort of situation, <laughs> do you mean De Vrij? Oh, was it De Vrij? Sorry, yeah, not Delict. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Delict at Juventus. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of a little bit with Pete in that, like, you know, people have notice periods all the time, don't yeah. they? Like, you, no one... I'm seeing out my garden and leaves. They're <laughs> shite. <laughs> off the Sky Spots. <laughs> but the, it, it, it is, yeah, within the realms of football, it is it is quite strange. Although I, I, quite, I find it quite interesting that there's that transparency they have with transfer fees. Mm-hmm. Like, when they signed him, they, they, were, they announced, like, oh, we're getting him for 5 million euros. When RB Leipzig signed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're like, oh, it's 20 million euros for... Because um, they usually keep a lot of that stuff hush-hush, don't they? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's that's quite refreshing. And also, it, I wonder if it just pushes people towards that way of thinking where actually just just pay for a good manager. Yep. Don't mm-hmm. just like cut corners with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I was reading... Uh, Raphael Honestein wrote a, a good piece, as ever, in The Athletic, um, talking about how he was uh, a Bayern Munich fan and how he kind of up front went to the Leipzig board, uh, quite admired the stones on this, and just said... I'm a big fan of theirs. If you stand in the way of this, you're literally shitting on my dream here. I'm, oh. paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing him there. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, can I wear a Bayern shirt in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would be like that, was that the Belgian player or the player in Belgium oh, who yeah. would <laughs> a different yeah. shirt. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, that, that's quite refreshing. I think that uh, it does sound like it's been, in all concerned, quite mm. well-handed beyond like Bayern saying that they're quite upset with the way Hansi Flick said he was going to leave. But mm. Wonderful uh, tweet from someone called Jasmine Baba uh, uh, <laughs> pointing out that Narcosman does dance like a Sim character. <laughs> from the, the video game, the Sims, yeah, yeah, Max's yeah. game. Yeah. And then she also posts a, a video of uh, of Klopp having a dance on the dance floor at some wedding or something. And then further down, she, like she's <laughs> incredibly prolific, um, she posted a video of uh, Solskjaer, Oleg and Solskjaer, having a 
wrestle with his dad. <laughs> it's the funniest video. It's like, like back in his Man United, you know, playing days and stuff, and he's just wrestling this old man, <laughs> like really close to a sh- the end of a sharp table. It's really horrible. I mean, so he's, watching Wayne Rooney having to get knocked out. He's an old man as well. So <laughs> mm. Looks like he's dealing with a home intruder. Being punished. <laughs> Being put to the sword by his well-fed son, <laughs> and all they learned the lesson, didn't they? Very. So they should make this. This eminently memeable. Just put like, yeah. you know, fixture congestion over the old man's <laughs> head. <laughs> oh dear. Well, apparently, Ajax manager Eric Ten Hag has become the front runner, front runner for the Tottenham Hotspur job, uh, which would um, be a very different style of football mm. uh, than we saw under Jose Mourinho there but his contract's up in the summer Ten Hag's and, uh, and Ajax are on for another title win so if he wants a new challenge and it would be a big old challenge yeah that'd be quite a nice fit wouldn't it because I suppose the thing about Nagelsmann and Spurs was that when things were going sour under Mourinho they looked like they, they could potentially have quite mm. an unobstructed um, I suppose reach to get him whereas yeah. since then what so Things were opening up elsewhere. PSG obviously let go of Tuchel, and then Chelsea let go of Lampard, and then Hansi Flick leaving Bayern was then it was just almost a bit too much because mm-hmm. they 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 did seem like a stage where if they'd made an early move for him, they might have been able to sort something out. But do, do you know like when Ten Hag's also he's he's managed Bayern Munich seconds. Yeah, so, that'll be good. You know, well, so he knows, but he so he, he like in in his, his series. Uh, uh, suggesting there, like he he will know Hoiberg really well. Yeah, um. potentially. No, I was thinking more. Niles has gone to you know you get someone oh, with see. a bit of yeah. DNA yeah. or something. I don't know. Bit of DNA. Yeah. Oh, just, <laughs> we'll have a bit of that. Yeah, with one of those lights in hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, I I think is, it would be a good appointment. Yeah, this this is quite exciting. You know, Ajax have been one of the more exciting teams. Yes. I suppose you know off Broadway, if that's not you know dabbling them with faint praise mm-hmm. and. I feel like Spurs need a bit of a, a refresh. And, and presumably you get someone like that in because you want to give them a bit more responsibility as well. Yeah, but more, so more, more exciting football you would think he would bring there. Mm. Um, and also you would say, look, Harry, he's a manager who's won titles. He might win one here with you. Please stay, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Kane, not Winks. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, although, I'd, you know, they probably want Winks to stay as well. Um, apparently also on the uh, on the list is Ralph Rangnick, who's who's... Linked to every job now, and um, Gareth Southgate was also mentioned. No. Hands off, hands <laughs> off. Also, I think, like with all due respect to Gareth Southgate, I think we've seen what he can do in league management. I'd be very surprised if they went for. for Are you surprised Allegri wasn't mentioned? Would get. I am. <laughs> there you go. There you show, you see. Knows the club. No. <laughs> Speaks English, doesn't he? It does. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Are. Well, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what more. Yeah. I, I, Allegri must be basically have put out the message. I don't want to manage for a bit. I'm enjoying my time off because mm. surely someone would go for him. Mm. Or just a sign outside his door saying no slugs. Maybe that was it. And Levy went. <laughs> Come to right. me with proper money. <laughs> That's true. That's true, gentlemen. I'd like to end on uh, a very dysfunctional club in the Costa Rican top flight, Deportivo Saprissa, who um, recently, I think it was last week or certainly recently, they announced three different coaches in five hours. <laughs> they parted company with their coach, Roy Myers, um, on the Monday, and then the president announced uh, a former player called Maurizio Wright. Great, name. <laughs> Great names these are. Uh, which the media team then corrected 40 minutes later, saying he would be assistant to Marco Herrera. Four hours later, they said it was right after all, but he was suspended for the first game. My fucking man born number five. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> it's just great, isn't it? That sounds like sort your admin out. It's Ten Hag. No, it's Woodgate. No, it's no, Woodgate. Oh, fine. fine. So, so the last two, Wright and Herrera, are mm. are there in position at the club then? I think so, but we'll wait for the next announcement. Yeah, yeah to okay. clarify this, I assume that'd be annoying, wouldn't it? You think oh, this is a great job? We're only doing it for one game. Don't get too excited. You imagine though, if they'd offered you the number one position and then you saw the the announcement, you'd be like, "Hang on, what? No, you're all right." And then the other goes, "Well, hang on, you offer it to me." They've basically done a some, some sort of bartering, and then that's what they've landed. That on. sounds like they're trying to get around something there. There used mm. to be this thing in uh, I mean, there still is a thing in cricket where you can get fined for overrates and you can get a suspension as captain. So what they used to do is when a captain was like one thing away from being suspended, mm. they would announce, oh yeah, we've got a new captain today. <laughs> um, it's this player. And you'll know it's like the, the guy who's actually captain doing all the field settings and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, and right. the other guy just goes out for the toss. Naughty. Yeah. I wondered if they were trying to get away. Interesting. How, do you, do you, how does that get kind of like looked after? How does the reference well, they just oh, you uh, naughty? I can see you're doing a bit managing that. Yeah, so, yeah, so they they know. Well, they just know that like we know you're doing it for one game, so right. like, we're still gonna give you the yeah. punishment. It's still that player who's gonna get <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They could give a toss. <laughs> is the moral of that story. Mm. Thank you very much for listening to the football ramble today, everybody. You happy to end on that? Extremely happy. All right, Chelsea <laughs> playing Real Madrid. There, we'll end on that. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed today's show, please drop us a v- review on Apple Pods or wherever you get your podcasts. It will help other potential listeners find the show and uh, enjoy this kind of red hot chat. On tomorrow's show, Jules Vish again and Jim are going to be in your ears. Thank you very much, though. Until then, say goodbye, Vitushina Hantaraja. Goodbye, Vitushina Hantaraja. Say goodbye, Peter Donaldson. Gonzalo Higuain Hennessy. And it's goodbye (laughs) from... This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.